Welcome back to Recovered Life. It's Damon Frank, and I am here with Kevin Klein, spiritual and transformation coach. How are you doing today, Kevin? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. We've had this ongoing conversation about the book, When Things Fall Apart, and how it applies in your recovery. And one of the big questions that I have been really wanting to ask you is, you talk a lot about in your spiritual coaching, the necessities of love and compassion. And I w- I wanted to kind of focus in on that and see if you could, you know, shine a little bit of light on that and how it relates to when things fall apart. Wow. You know, that's, that's, this is a huge, huge, huge topic. Um, so in a nutshell, in a walnut size, um, <laughs> What I'll say is that the only way we can really um, learn how to, I'll say, be a force for good in the universe, um, learn how to have a really better life, a really better recovered life, is to be in love and compassion for ourselves and for other people. Uh, Getting there, you know, for most of us as a process, most of us don't, we, I, I believe we all come in that way. And then, you know, we're, we're influenced into a different set of thoughts, but, um, but learning how to, learning how to distinguish um, uh, what's coming, you know, what our own belief systems are and, and, you know, making friends with them and, you know, so that they don't have like a run amok power over us. Uh, and embracing self-love and self-compassion. Um, you know, the ego just wants to keep us safe. You know, yeah, it wants you, to make sure yeah. we, we, it, we wants to make sure we don't stick our hand in a fire, you know, or, you know, take an ax to our fingers, you know, or eat poisonous food, you know, or get in front of an oncoming dinosaur. Right. <laughs> but as, as, Time has evolved as human beings have evolved uh, mentally and uh, spiritually and emotionally. Then, the the need or seeing the need, I should say, for having a larger scope of thought uh, is is really important. It it isn't it isn't just about well what what's in it for me. What are my needs? What are you going to do for me? Right? Because that's the ego. That's the yeah. ego. Well, that's you know, many, ego. many people, Kevin, honestly, they might be watching this in early recovery and saying, what does love and compassion have to do at all with staying sober? I, I just want to stay sober, right? And I want to try to get my life back. But people who have been in recovery for a long period of time, I think they understand that your best recovered life is really a spiritual game, right? It's really about spirituality and love and compassion is a key component to being able to be happy in sober long-term. Right. Well, one of the things that hardly gets discussed anymore in meetings is the uh, spiritual malady. You know, they'll talk about the other two all day long and won't even mention that it's a three pronged disease. Right. And I believe that the spiritual malady is what comes first. And then the rest just, you know, <laughs> descends from there. Uh, but in order to stay sober over the long term, it's more than 
just going to meetings. It's even more than just doing the steps. It's more than being a sponsor. It's about, it's about cultivating an inner life with God and having that be the focus because that's where the true joy of life comes. That's where the true uh, freedom from bondage comes. That's where the true ability to be of service uh, you know, to other people comes. But to get there, to get there is a process of acknowledging the ego, of learning to, to, to let go of judgment, the good and bad stuff, and, be, and just being in, you know, and doing the footwork that we've been told to do, you know, for people who are new. It's like, sorry, but the footwork works, you know. Um, and, you know, and discipline has to happen. Um, but moving, moving away from just that, um, well, yeah, precision. It could end up being precision, but moving from from that, um, uh, just sort of day to day. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Robotic sort of stuff because that works for a while and then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, when all of a sudden the big feeling starts showing up, that's when that's when the rubber hits the road. And, and when we can cultivate some self-love and know that we really are doing the best that we can, my favorite thing when I was new was just, I must have said the serenity prayer at least a hundred times a day, at least, you know, and, or even the shortened version, which I won't say today, but um, moving, you know, move, getting, getting into that, getting into the awareness that, that, um, uh, if God is really everything, and that's what I believe, and and as far as I'm concerned, God is all love, then there must be that here. And if I'm not connecting with it, then I need to work to do that. Um, and that can be that can look like service to others. That can look like seeing that somebody else is having a bad day, and knowing that you know, even if they're being a, a butthead, that that you know, they're having a bad day. And so yeah. having some c- compassion for them and not just taking it personally is a really good start. I, I love that you address that. And I want to ask the million dollar question here that I know right. people are thinking. I know that I'm thinking this is as a spiritual coach, how do you help people get a transformation by applying love and compassion? Because obviously that does help create the transformation. How, how do you, what are some of the things that you do and apply? Well, the first, sorry to say, but is to take full responsibility. And I think that's why a lot of people end up bailing and they don't, they don't continue because they have to own their side of the street. Hmm. Um, you know, it's like, I can, I can, you know, acknowledge my ego and say, thank you for sharing. Now go to your room. I can learn to sit in non-judgment of myself and others. Um, but when the rubber hits the road, I am responsible for what's going on in my life. And as long, as long as I stay in denial about that, that there's no changing it. Because I can't change you. I can't change the world. All I can do 
is be willing to to change, uh, to examine my own thought process, to see where it comes from, to learn how to make, you know, different, learn how to go in a different direction with my thoughts so that I can make different choices so that I can have a more empowered life. Well, what's um, one way that you do that? What's one way that you can practice? Because I, I want to, I, what I love to do here on Recovered Life is to give people some really strong takeaways, like maybe one thing that people could practice that would allow them to have more love and compassion uh, in their life. Well, first make a commitment to do that. Make it, make a decision to do that. Um, the universe supports our intentions, but we have to make them. You know, we have to we have to be conscious about what intentions we're making because we're making them all the time. You know, and if you want to know what your intentions are, what your beliefs are, look at what you have, because that's what's manifesting, right? If I, if I am responsible, if I am responsible for my life the whole nine yards, then, uh, then I can, I can, I can take the steps literally and figuratively. I can take the steps to, to, um, make changes in my life by surrendering, by praying, by meditating, by making the intention that, that I want to have and feel more love in my life because it, it feels better. You know, I mean, even if it's just that, it feels better. It feels better to love than it does to be angry. It feels better to have joy than it does to have pisosity. You know, it it just, it feels better. And, and even if it's just starting from there, you know, I want to do that because it just feels better. Then that's fine. You know, because we can move. We, we progress. We progress, you know, in, in recovery with um with why we're doing things and how we're doing things and and learning how to to give that away you know i can learn how to be more loving with myself and then i can be learn how to, i can be more loving with you i can be more compassionate with myself and i can be more compassionate with you and yeah, yeah. you know that's really the end game yeah you know i i, I find kevin that that's interesting about the way in which people in recovery, especially early recovery think is they think I'm going to do some sort of weird behavior modification, or I'm going to do a task so that I can get a thing. And then when I get this thing, then I'm going to feel differently. And that is definitely the wrong direction, right? Like, so ways in which to practice this love and compassion is just to maybe just do a task simply because you know, it will help someone. And right. to just drop the whole expectation of what's right. going to happen when you practice love and compassion. Right. Well, the whole thing that we used to share a lot, and I haven't heard it in ages, is the, you know, being of service, doing something for somebody else without getting caught. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's no ego satisfaction from it. You know, it's just, you know, there's nobody going, oh, well, thank you so much for what you just did for me. You know, it's, sorry, my lighting is in and out. Um, okay. Uh, but, but to do it because it's the right thing to do, you know, um, and yes, you know, when we do things differently, we get different results. You know, when I came in, I thought I was going to just John Wayne it, pull myself up by my bootstraps, you know, just stop drinking and everything's going to be groovy, you know, mm -hmm. until I figured out I had alcoholism and then what that meant 
you know, and then it was like, oh, you know, and but and things do get different, and then they get weird, and then they get real different, and then they get real weird, you know, and they, you know, and then they, you know, the roller coaster slows down a bit. Um, yeah. So one of the things that that a friend of mine who's who's getting sober again said um, that you know this old timer came up came up to her and said, um, "Have you made a decision yet?" And she was con confusing that with, you know, the, the power of choice over drinking or not, right? Um, people with a lot of time, especially people from back in the day, can have what we think is a funny way of showing love, like sit down, shut up, and listen, you know? Um, yeah. But well, I think sometimes telling people the truth is an act of, of love and compassion. You know, what you find a lot of times in recovery is – people will love you enough to actually tell you the truth. They'll say, hey, you're not acting well. But at the same time, you addressed something that was, I think, very important, which was these acts of kindness that people don't know, you know, and about, I loved what you said about, you know, just doing it because it's the right thing to do or doing it simply, you know, it could just be feeding somebody who doesn't have food, doing it just because right. you can do it, right? Just right. because you can. And letting go of the expectation about what that means, what people will think. Um, and I found when we're, you know, to kind of bring this full circle. And one of the things I wanted to address with you and one of the final topics here uh, with the uh, necessities of love and compassion is when things fall apart, that's when we feel that, well, we can't. We can't do loving. There's not enough love and compassion to go around. I need all of that energy for me because don't you see things are falling apart? But that's not the right. case, right? That's when you need love and compassion the most, right, Kevin? Right. Absolutely. You know, it's learning how to set aside the things that we think we need and think we want and focusing on somebody else, even for a little bit, is so important. Service work in recovery is critical. And a lot of the young people coming in today don't understand that. And it, it's, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy because I know that service work, which is love in action, service work is a way for me to get out of my own head. You know, when we're new, we need to do that. We need we need to get out of that, you know, that bad neighborhood for a while, you know, and go talk to somebody else. You know, we used to be able to wash cups and people are going, what are you talking about? We don't wash styrofoam. Right. But um, but, you know, going into a clubhouse and sweeping the floor or or. Well, it could just know, be as simple also in practicing this in your life. It could just be as simple as taking out the trash at your home or dropping off something for your neighbor or picking up the newspaper and bringing it to their front porch, right? It's, you know, it's service in general. Uh, it's what you also do in the world. It's the bigger picture of that that's going to keep you right. going long term. You might learn that in early recovery through a 12-step program, but it's really also how you apply that in the bigger sense. Right. Wouldn't you agree in, in, in the world that's going to give you the result that you need? Well, yes, um, the, the, I mean, we in recovery are sort of forced into a channel for this behavior because otherwise the results 
of the opposite could be drastic. You know, you know, if I pick up, you know, with my with my amount of time, if I pick up alcohol, there's a really good chance I'll die of alcohol poisoning in a couple of days. And that's the truth. You know, um, or or decide that um, that driving off a cliff is a really good idea because people do that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is not stuff we're making up. Right. So, you know, we're 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 sort of forced down that channel of being good people or better people or uh, there's that good and bad stuff. But, you know, doing doing things that serve others rather than ourselves. Yeah. But I love that. In the, but in the big picture, in a human race picture, that I believe that's why we're here. We're, we're here to love and to be of service. Yeah. We're here to and love I think and to the, be of service. I think service. the final thought you know, of this episode, I think the big takeaway that I'm learning for you is also look for these opportunities in ways, you know, in, in ways that you won't be noticed uh, to, to, do, to practice love and compassion. And, you know, weave that into your daily spiritual practice. You know, put not, not only put your own cart back at the, at the grocery store, but grab somebody else's and put it back. Words of wisdom. Right. And don't tell anybody about it, you know, not even your sponsor. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Kevin. This was a really great episode and you could know, you could learn a little bit more about Kevin by going to the recovered life.us and you can, we will tag him here in the stream and you can contact him. Thanks so much, Kevin. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.